Today in Security from Wired. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Rubio Warner stress election security after Trump-Putin summit by Izzy Lepowski. One of the most surprising things about the jaw-dropping joint press conference given by U.S. President Donald Trump and Russian President Vladimir Putin on Monday is that it compelled a Democratic and a Republican member of Congress to admit, before a room full of press and international lawmakers, that they agree with each other. Seated side-by-side at a summit held by the Atlantic Council in Washington, D.C., Senators Mark Warner, Democrat Virginia, and Marco Rubio, Republican Florida, both cast Trump's appearance in Helsinki as a major setback in the fight against Russian interference in elections around the world. Just hours before, Trump had stood beside Putin in Helsinki and expressed doubts about whether Russia interfered with the U.S. election in 2016, despite the fact that the U.S. Department of Justice issued an indictment against a dozen Russian intelligence agents last week. Director of National Intelligence Dan Coats came to me and others and said, I think it's Russia. I have President Putin. He said it's not Russia. I will say this, I don't see any reason why it would be, Trump said. Warner said the president's remarks were outrageous, while Rubio described them as flat-out wrong. What the president said today is not accurate, Rubio said. The intelligence community has assembled probably an unparalleled amount of evidence. Responding to the president's remarks in a separate statement, Coates said, We have been clear in our assessments of Russian meddling in the 2016 election and their ongoing pervasive efforts to undermine our democracy, and we will continue to provide unvarnished and objective intelligence in support of our national security. In the indictment of 12 Russian operatives issued Friday afternoon, the DOJ exhibited a deep and detailed understanding of how exactly Russian actors hacked into the Democratic National Committee, the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee, the private emails of Hillary Clinton's campaign chairman, and the election infrastructure of states across the country. The indictment describes the hackers' activities down to the screen names they used and the precise times of their actions. And yet, asked directly Monday whether he believes the U.S. intelligence community or Putin, Trump seemed unwilling to take a side. In doing so, Warner said he tacitly took Putin's. 
The President of the United States sided with Vladimir Putin over the unanimous assessment of the American intelligence community, over the bipartisan conclusion of the Senate Intelligence Committee, over the acknowledgement by Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and social media platforms that Russia manipulated platforms, Warner said. Trump's friendly overtures to Putin may have stemmed from a belief that he could broker a better relationship with the adversarial nation. But that's a miscalculation, Rubio said. Vladimir Putin is not interested in a better working relationship with the United States, he said. He believes the only way to make Russia stronger is to make America weaker. Both senators underscored the fact that regardless of who Putin wanted to win the 2016 election, he told reporters Monday he wanted Trump to win, he's achieved his goal of weakening the United States by dividing its people. Almost two years since that election, we are still deeply divided and at each other's throats about whether it even happened, Rubio said. If you're Vladimir Putin, you have to look at this and say, it cost me this little to get that much? So in my mind, he's going to do it more. The Atlantic Council conference was coincidentally timed. It was scheduled well before the latest indictments were issued and before anyone knew what Trump would say at the Helsinki summit. The goal was to present a united front between Democrats, Republicans, and nations like the United Kingdom, Latvia, Ukraine, and the Czech Republic against Putin's interference. But the U.S. president's remarks earlier in the day cast this alliance in a doubtful light. The senators stressed the need to focus on what tomorrow's risk might be, and more important, what the United States will do about it. It took a year and a half after the 2016 election for the U.S. to issue sanctions against Russia and has taken nearly two years to indict the hackers who infiltrated the systems. Meanwhile, the country's voting systems remain outdated and vulnerable, as does the federal government's infrastructure. A recent study released by the Office of Management and Budget found that out of 96 federal agencies it assessed, 74% were either at risk or at high risk of a cyber attack. Warner and Rubio called for some sort of doctrine that would signal to other countries the potential repercussions of cyber warfare. We know what will happen if you attack us militarily, Rubio said. I don't think there's a clear understanding of what will happen if you attack us in this way. Rubio has introduced the so-called Deter Act with Senator Chris Van Hollen, Democrat Maryland. It would give the Director of National Intelligence the power to trigger forceful sanctions within 10 days of determining that a foreign actor has attempted to interfere with an election through hacking, tampering with election infrastructure, or using ads and social media to spread false or misleading information. Warner, for one, said the bill is a good one. The lawmakers also believe that Silicon Valley has an important role to play, and they urged companies, including Facebook, Google, and Twitter, to be more transparent about the potential threats they're seeing. We're still trying to grab our arms around what really is 2016 technology, Warner said. For instance, there still aren't any good answers for how to prevent so-called deep-fake videos, which use artificial intelligence to convincingly manipulate videos from being used to create chaos in an election. Nor are there easy fixes for the fact that Americans increasingly get their news from, as Rubio put it, sources who tell you you're right. 
Even if the president won't stand up to Putin, Warner urged tech companies to cooperate with Congress and with academics on trying to solve these issues. You've got to work with us. If you leave it up to Congress on our own, he said, we're going to screw it up. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.